we are the looking like the enemy two group for period six and i'm the both the interviewer and the group leader kaiser i am your historian angel i'm the real lifer oh sorry no you can go gabriel i'm sorry i'm the real lifer gabriel sorry i'm your divider um i'm sebastian and yeah let's get started let's talk about like the prologue does anyone want to Describe what happens there. Uh, in the prologue, the I think her name's Mary. She yeah. talks about how time growing up after her life in the internment camps, she didn't want to talk about it. She wanted to repress those feelings that she felt and held towards that time in her life. But in the end of the prologue, we see that she was taking a writing class and she was writing about her time there and she just broke down crying. And that's when she realized she should probably tell her story about what her life was like during that time. Any like, it's like any thoughts like that? Um, kind of think, kind of like link it to the, like, like during the same time of World War II, I think of like the comfort woman of the Philippines and Korea, because like oh, they were yeah. like really silent about their experiences until like recently. Anything else? Yes, we'll just move on to the first chapter. So in the first chapter, um, pretty much what happened was they talk about their life. They have a farm in Washington, um, and they live a in a small community community of around thirty families. Um, and as they talk, and the radio comes on, and they hear about the bombing of Pearl Harbor. So chaos ensues. Well, not really chaos. They were just terrified since that was, um, they're part Japanese American, well, they're Japanese American. Um, so they're going to be terrified of what happens to them. And they were going to be in shame of their culture because they didn't think it was going to happen, I suppose. Do you see that like now people like live in shame of their culture or like where they're from? Because like, you know, like their culture has like things like I don't know that's like looked down upon. How about how about you guys? Like, um, just America in general, because we've done some uh, crappy things, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of yeah. people are like not proud to be American. Yeah. Sort of. Um, sure. Do you guys think this could happen like now? Like, what what's happening to them? Mm. Yeah, it definitely, definitely happen. Yes. Yes. Um, good. That's kind of strange. And how would you guys react to that if, like, that, like, actually happened to you guys? Like, just being in shame of your culture? No, like, just imagine, like, um, I don't know, I don't know, you, like, I, I don't know how, what you guys are, your phenotype or whatever, um, but, like, imagine just, like, one day you're, you're, like, listening to the radio, like, in chapter one when they were listening in, and, um, you know, they were, 
it wasn't it was you, you just heard like a bombing like for from wherever you come in you're like just sort of scared like how would you react to that so first of all um i feel like in today's society they they would be more open to the fact that um i guess they would be like less racist i suppose I mean, you're talking about a bombing as i think there's nothing shameful about bringing that up or being afraid of that really yeah I'll probably feel shamed. I think I would too, but at the same time, I wouldn't because I know that's not a reflection on everybody. Because yeah. if we look at it the other way, uh, how America bombed the Middle East after, like, that was a terrible thing. And how yeah. that's not a representation of all of America, but it was still a terrible thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's we should move on to the second chapter. Like the second chapter wasn't really much, really. It was about the main character talks about like her Japanese culture and how it's like being in Japanese in America. Like one of the things he talked about, like like their politeness, or, like their ideologies. You know, before you eat, you have to say itadakimasu. And they talk about other things, like, you know, just making mochi. But I don't think there's too much going on here. I think in Chapter 3, that's when it's... Like, we have, like, more details on, like, what's going to happen. Because, you know, like, the main character talks about how Franklin D. Roosevelt issued an exit of order number 9066. You know, it's like move the Japanese citizens from to the internment camps, you know, because since they're in a war against Japan, they're in fear of like spies and information collecting. And now like the family's in fear of what's going to happen to them. So like they burn down their, like, their Japanese belongings, except for the Bible. Burn all your belongings just to seem less suspicious. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I would too. Oh. I would too. Really? And like now, you guys would do that now. Yeah. Uh, would they? Would America today would put um, certain people in internment camps? I mean, what? they they burned all their things, but they still went. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But here, here, here's the here's the thing. Um, it would just make them seem more suspicious that they are a spy, I suppose. So That's it would true. be a more chance that they would get executed or you know die yeah they said in the book they they burned down their stuff because they didn't want to be linked to being proud to be japanese so they just burned down all their stuff except for the bible yeah but the problem was that i remember in like in that chapter i remember when um mary said that she burned like they burned pretty much everything to be non-suspicious but the only problem the only thing they couldn't like i guess erase was how they looked because that's what the government really was i guess going after because yeah yeah mm-hmm. in like the later chapter they talked about how they got chinese and filipinos in the camps too. oh my god yeah I, oh <laughs> mm-hmm. um so do you guys like have a culture you like if that were to happen now like on a personal level what like, do you guys have culture or like? Yeah, I still like practice mine. 
Um, here and there, we I don't know the days, but my mom is just like, hey, it's this day. Uh, we should do this and this. And then I'm like, cool. I felt that. Yeah. We don't really celebrate that often. Um, wait, what are you guys' cultures? Like, what? Chinese. Mexican. Yeah, I'm Mexican, too. Oh, really? Yeah. What part is your family from? I'm from Jalisco and um, Guatemala. Ah, that's cool. I think I said that wrong, sorry. My Spanish is kind of horrible. Oh, my God, mine is, too. But (laughs) (laughs) on that note... Mm. But, like, are do you guys have, like, actual, like, artifacts or things that, like, really relate to your culture? Or is that something that's been, like, lost? Um, I mean, I have, like, a Filipino flag in my room. And, like, downstairs, I have, like, Filipino I have a katana in my room. Statues. <laughs> um, that's about it. No, we have a few things downstairs and in the cupboards. But they're all porcelain. I, I don't know if you can burn that. <laughs> I don't know. That's like just to burn all your things is like something. Like I know we shouldn't create like a relationship with like objects, but it's sort of like I don't know. Sometimes thing I don't. Know, I just feel like burning your, your things. Like it made sense at the time, but they still ended up going to the camp. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so they can see what's happening in chapter four. In this chapter, they got the phone call that they would be leaving in eight days. So they wanted to get everything sorted out, like who was going to take care of the farm, which they ended up leaving it to the deputy sheriff, uh, J.H. Hopkins. And they also left Mac in charge of the farm while they were gone. And we kind of see the main character. There was this one part that I wanted to share. She said, I was American in my feelings. Therefore, I felt totally unprepared for the turmoil that came from feeling American yet punished of Japanese parents. Which was really sad. They got their rights taken away from them. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it was like her growing up here and feeling American, but not being seen as one because that was terrible. Okay, so I'm just gonna go on the assumption that none of us here are white. So, um, do you have you guys ever felt that like just not be like being in a space where you don't feel like you're American? Yeah. yeah. Um, I never really felt. I, I never really thought about it. I guess. Like I just kind of was like, "Hey, people, hi, <laughs> hey, people." <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, I was gonna like relate this to West Tech since, like, West Tech is like a pool of white people to me. So like I'm, yeah. I'm like. Oh, Oh, that it was is. true, yeah. Like so there like was a more, lot of people saying... Like there's more Asians yeah, than white people sort of, but I'm not Asian, so it feels like still... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But the weird thing is that, like, people confuse me for being Filipino, so I'm just, like, they're like, okay, <laughs> it makes sense, I guess. 
Um, I don't. What was I was gonna ask something about it, but I kind of forgot. Yeah. Let's bring up that they left their uh, their farm to a, like a deputy sheriff, meaning like there's like still people who like care. Yeah. You yeah. know. They were a very uh, small community, so they would talk a lot, and they did help out um, in it. You guys help out in your community? Um, not really. No, I don't really talk really. to my neighbors. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I really talk to my neighbors. Yeah, I used to as well. Um, it's sort of uh, this quarantine has like been like super isolating, so I don't really. I don't know if I still have friends, so it's kind of funny. I'm actually, I think I'm like, the people that I knew all moved away because, uh, I don't know. Uh, so my house, I've been living here for around 10 to 11 years. Uh, I haven't moved. Yeah, me neither. I've three years. Yeah, I, I can relate to that. It's kind of mm-hmm. scary. I don't know. I feel like for me, this quarantine has changed out. Really? Yeah. I just don't go to school and that's about it. Yeah, it really doesn't have an effect on me. Mm -mm. Oh my god. Are you guys still in communication with, like, the people around, like, at school, or? Oh, yeah. I still talk to some of my friends. Oh my gosh, that's kind of... Surprisingly making new friends. (laughs) Oh my god, me too. Wow. Like, online, but... Yeah, with games and stuff. okay so to relate this to the book um imagine like having okay so what would be your reaction if you had to leave your like your house and like our our house is sort of like a sanctuary that where we can like be ourselves i guess in like not a cringy way um yeah how would you feel if you had to like leave like suddenly there's someone sent mail and it was like you're getting evicted and you can't you had to leave your house in eight days and this is not like a hotel thing where you have your own single room. It's with everybody. Yeah. One, uh, absolutely terrified because my anxiety would rise up. It's like, people? No. <laughs> my question is, would I be allowed to go to another country? Or would I be forced to go to that camp? Because... But That's the real question. question is, do you know your country? Like, yeah. Do you know where you come from? Hong yeah. Kong, crime. <laughs> no. Oh my god, Mexico, crime. Uh, okay, but I feel like everywhere is like really horrible, and there's there's like beautiful places and like the worst places. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Like, I don't know. Imagine how people outside of America think of us. Oh. Oh yeah, there's a. I really think badly. <laughs> Easy life. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Um. I don't know. I feel like the only problem would be if I were to go to. I just don't. Also, that would be a very big change. Yeah. Going to Hong Kong. Um. One, it's very humid and hot over there. I would die. Honestly. <laughs> Okay, but, like, now imagine being, like, stuffed into a camp with a bunch of people that, like, I guess look like you. Like, how would, I feel like that'd be super, 
I guess you'd feel comfort, but it would be weird because like, well, we're another, not... another thing is, um, since I don't really uh, do anything for my culture, I would feel like I would be disrespecting them in a way. Yeah. yeah. Like terrible things happen to these people in the camps. Like, like well, we might find out like later because you know what they did like in Jap- to Japanese yeah. people. They you know just he called racial slurs mm-hmm. that ran over. That's the name oh. Zipperhead. And how is like I feel like what is it called? What is it? Oh God. How does that translate to now? What like are you trying to say. Do we still see we still see a lot of racism towards um these minority groups? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean that is like in camps. Yeah, like and race. even now we see like, like people we amazing. like people have normalized it. Like it's it's okay to make these like jokes and it's it's kind of weird. And pathetic. It is very pathetic. Yeah. Uh, you still see like camps nowadays. We not now. Oh, right now we yeah. have a border between Mexico and the U.S. And then we also have I I oh, want to yeah. say that, but it's like sort of different because they're coming here and they weren't in America at first, or they were in America and being taken out. Yeah. Wait, oh, wait, never mind. It's kind of the same thing. But <laughs> I feel yeah, like it, it's, it's crazy ages. because you know you never hear anybody talking about that. You don't see like we see protests and things like that, but is it as big as like other things that are going on in the world? Like, are we do we really like care? Do you guys think people care? Or wars were paused because I mean, of like, COVID? Think, my guy, maybe Canada. Has yeah, to but still, mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know. I think the rest of the world's aware of like what the U.S. is doing with all the immigrants, especially like Latin America. Like all of Latin America is pretty yeah. mad about yeah. it. Yeah, but is anything there's... being done? No, there's like nothing being yeah. done. Yeah, and uh, uh, I don't want to go into it, but it's like scary because, like, it just it just feels like no one cares. Like, just everyone everyone knows what's going on, but no one nobody cares. We all. I mean, there's like still like yeah. protests. But there's nothing getting done. Also, we saw racism towards Asians this year, too. Yeah. Oh, because of the right. Oh, yeah, because of COVID. Yeah, the 89 year old woman got Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. There was? I think. There was. (laughs) I think it was even worse because I guess. Should I call him ex president Trump? He said, would always call it the China virus. Oh, oh no, yeah, Kung no, Flu. Definite Kung yeah, Flu. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah, like... yeah. So I think I'm that like really fueled the Biden's fire do something that. about ICE. Yeah, I, yeah, so I think like Biden might do something about ICE. I think Hopefully. he might get rid of that Hopefully. entire thing. I... Or like make it like how Obama I don't did. Know. Actually, I don't know about that because when Obama was president, more people got deported. <sighs> That's that's very true, but he did the cages, but it was not. No, as actually, as Trump, Trump didn't do that. It was actually Obama that did a lot more, which yeah. is kind of surprising. Like, it is. No, for Obama, it was like you only you could only stay in the cages mm-hmm. for seventy two hours, yeah. but you could like leave. That's the very true. Or like Trump, you could stay yeah. there as long now, as possible. To wait for the countries to take them back because they can't just be deported mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. Or they have to do the application forms to integrate. Um, wait, what were we, okay, what chapter are we talking about now? Uh, 
we're trying we're trying five. We okay. can start in six. Okay. So pretty much she arrives at the internment camps. Um and pretty much she talks about how horrible um it was, how they were living in there, um, how they were treated by the guards. And she's seventeen. Yeah. Um they're still confused on why this is happening. Like how bad is because there was the uh what the government said had been uh, it was supposed to protect them but it's it's more of a hostile toxic environment for them i think we also see that a lot of people got sick because of the conditions with all the fecal matter there because they were just yeah not sanitized very well it was more like a prison than a safe haven for them. Mm-hmm. It was more about protecting people who were not um, Japanese, I guess, than actually protecting. Yeah, the guards had a lot of power to like do whatever they want, really. Like they're like protected by the law. Yeah. Well, yeah. they are the law, so they could just do whatever. <laughs> We still like link this to now, like just being in a camp, having oh. terrible conditions. Mm. It goes back to immigration camps, I guess. Yeah, huh. it, it goes back to that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, how can I question this right? Um, have you guys ever experienced racism? I mean, I have. I mean, it's not like actual, like systemic. Maybe it's more of just yeah. like, jokes. But- I've been profiled at like a restaurant because like it was like the early age stages of COVID. Like oh, this guy was just afraid of me. Oh my god! Yeah, he let me and my mom. I, I hmm. haven't, but my mom has. Yeah, that makes. My dad has. He's an idiot. He still wants to go to Florida Keys. <laughs> no, not Florida Keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in Arizona. I saw someone with like oh god! Oh my god! When I went to Colorado last week, that whole town was just full of Trump supporters. I thought I was gonna get hate crime there because they were all white. That, mm. <laughs> so, do you guys feel like a certain comfort with your like your own people? Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't. I, don't I feel like that sounds so bad. Like, like if white people were to say that, like it'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think there's really anything. But, wrong but they're not the one being oppressed. Yeah. yeah. I would have to think about that. It's it's always I I know when something like racist comes up, or like when we say something, it's and then white people are like, oh my god, like if we said that, then if the then, role, that's what they yeah, yeah, and it's like, but they're not, and then and then like. Really like <laughs> They want to be oppressed so bad. Yes. <laughs> it's like you, you do not want to be oppressed. Exactly. I don't know. That, that's just something I see online. Um, yeah. Especially with TikTok nowadays. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have social medias or? Yeah. No. Yeah, I think it was until like I two years ago that I actually media. got on social media because I was just terrified of it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, that was only reason because my mom protected me from like all of this. Um, that she just didn't let me uh, get things. She wanted to shelter you. 
Yeah. And I mean, like, thank you, but no thanks. <laughs> thank you. Okay, so imagine if they had social media, like, during the time of this. How would, how do you think, like, that would change things? And, like, they, they all only hear things from the radio. I don't know how that would work. Do you think it was, the radio was their social media like back um, then, like and then the community ready. would be like, I don't know, a Reddit page or something? <laughs> the community would be more against, would it be like more like supporting the, the internment camps mm. like back then, you know, people were more racist. Well, now I, I feel like social media, um, another thing with social media, it's like a barrier to who you actually are. So yeah. That's where trolls and like toxic people come in. They can just say things and then leave. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Yeah. I don't know. Boys. Could you guys, if if I told you guys to delete all your social media right now, would you guys be able to do that? Yes. Like permanently with the with the permanently. account. Yeah, permanently. I mean, like, yeah. yeah. I couldn't care less. I probably do Okay. I don't know. I just feel like during like during okay well like what if it was during that time and you had social media that would be a much difficult more difficult situation because it would be it was communication right we communicate on social media so um it would be hard to get your thoughts out there if there wasn't yeah the government could like filter stuff like they yeah especially in china they would like Mm -hmm. cover up certain things in China, but in the U.S. too, like regarding uh, yeah. both Trump and Biden, like they covered stuff up. So they could have done that back then. Yeah, if it existed. I'm sure. I don't know. Hey, is there like um, anything else to add to here? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we're like pretty much done then. We're like twenty. Oh, oh. We're at thirty minutes, yeah. close to it. But uh, yeah, goodbye. That's all. Bye. Bye.